conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast that just sucks. <laughs> it's just horrible. Dan. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me as always is Anna Otto. Anna, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. It was kind of a rough week. I was just lamenting to Dan that it's been snowmageddon here in Milwaukee. This morning, I was cleaning my car off to go to work, as one does mm-hmm. on a Thursday morning, and I had cleaned everything off, and I went to do my last windshield wipe to clear the way, and my windshield wipers froze. Mm. There were almost tears. Almost tears. Oh, but then I just took not all my- Not ideal. Yeah, I took my anger out by smashing the ice around the windshield wipers with the back of my scraper, and eventually it was fine. Okay. Well, then you got- Not only did you- end up fixing the problem you also got a little fun out of it i did a little anger management i did it's like one of those uh smash rooms what are they called uh um, not a just dis- like a anger room a destroy a rage room, room a rage room rage room got it yeah it was you ever been to one of those no because i've only ever felt that kind of rage once in my life and i took mm-hmm. a stick and I smacked it on a tree, and then I felt better. Well, that works. Yeah, I mean, it was free. So, um, how about you, Dan? Uh, I have never been to one of those rooms. Okay. I don't typically feel rage very often. Um, uh, yeah. My my anger or stress response is to get sleepy and want to go to sleep. Oh, Dan, you got the not fight or flight. Yeah. Well, no, relax. I got the flight. True. I got the get out of here and go to sleep. You know, uh, I know someone who went to one of those and she accidentally hit herself in the arm with a hammer. Oh, Jesus. She lived, but she had a ginormous bump. I didn't and she had think to go... she died. Well, she was an immense You said she pain. hit herself in the arm. Yeah. She, she didn't say go... like, oh, I know somebody who went there and she just straight up decapitated herself. She just died instantly. No, she just had to yeah. go make sure her arm wasn't broken. But she lived. That would have okay. induced a little more rage. Yeah. I'm like, are you serious? Cycle through, other arm. Yeah. Um, but anyway, to other also answer your other question, I'm good. 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 You were talking about snowmageddon and bad weather near you. Yeah, it's, it's been windy crazy. and the high was below 60 near me today. And I was like, why is it so cold? I would love. Why is the weather so bad? Dan, come here. Let me read you this right now. Hold on. The weather in my city. Winter storm warning. 24 Mm -hmm. degrees. Let's say what it feels like. Feels like 23. Okay. Well, cold, Dan. It is currently 59 degrees outside. It feels like 59 degrees the low tonight is 47. I am freezing. But I wouldn't give. I am <sighs> absolutely, I have, I am all bundled up. I'm in my pajamas. I've worn my pajamas all day. I went, 
outside once, and I was like, "Mm -mm, not for me. I've gone soft. I've lived here long enough that I've officially you've lost your Midwest toughness. Yeah. Oh, it's all gone. Hmm. Is Anna the same way? Have we lost her as well? Ah, immediately. Okay. Every time we go back to the Midwest, she's like, why is my skin falling off? Uh, Girl, use some lotion. Why is my body shutting down whenever I'm back here? (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, you guys are made for the coast. Yes. Speaking of made for the coast, Mm -hmm. as in coasting, as in Jesus Christ, why was this made? Today, we're talking about... (laughs) Mannequin 2, on the move. Two man, two kin. Two on, two the, two move. Mm-hmm. Although in the actual opening titles, it's just mannequin on the move. Yeah, well. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. Directed once again by Stuart Raffle, who, as I mentioned before, directed... Oh, wait, no. <laughs> this is a different director. Oh. He did not direct the first one. So there's nothing connected to the first one other than he the He wrote the first one. Right? Oh. I'm confused. You don't sound confident, Dan. No offense. I'm not. No, the first one was directed by Michael Gottlieb, mm-hmm. who wrote the second one. Well, the second one, directed by Stuart Raffle, like I said, whose Wikipedia picture looks like a weird trail cam capture of Anthony Bourdain. Thanks, I hate that. You're welcome. He directed Mac and Me. I never saw that, but I've definitely heard of it. The clip that Paul Rudd keeps bringing onto Conan O'Brien of the kid in the wheelchair falling off a cliff. What? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, definitely have never heard of that. Um... Okay, thank you so much for filling me in. You're welcome. Uh, Five writers on this one. Edward Rugoff, Michael Gottlieb, David Isaacs, Ken Levine, and Betsy Israel. I've never heard of any of those people. I haven't either. Yep. But David Isaacs and Ken Levine wrote on MASH, Cheers, Frasier, and The Simpsons and were producers on Mad Men. Dang, okay, slay, honestly. Good for them. Uh, starring basically no one from the first movie except for Mashak Taylor back as Hollywood Montrose. Yeah, but uh, why? Maybe they read the script. I don't know. Uh, starring Christy Swanson and William Ragsdale, along with Terry Kaiser and Stuart Pankin. And I'm, I'm sorry, there is Stuart Pankin also returns from... No, not Stuart Pankin returns. Um, Andrew Hill Newman returns from the first movie mm-hmm. at where he is the creepy trash man at the end of the first, and now he is the creepy security guard in the second film. Great. Yes. This is the last film released or produced by Gladden Entertainment. It is then... Shut down. Yeah, I mean, this is not going out with a bang. Let's say that. Like, it's no. just not at all. The, no, it's not even going not out with all. a with a glimmer. 
or anything. No, not even a whimper. Like somebody's holding a pillow to its face. Oh my God, it's being smothered. It's holding a pillow to its own face, maybe. Oh, it's crying. Released on May 17th, 1991, with a budget of $13 million. Where'd that go? Yeah, did they spend that on craft services? Because it was not in the film. It made $3.8 million. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 13% approval rating. I'd like to talk to those people who approved. Chock full of cliched gags and glaring product placement, Mannequin on the Move is even more lifeless than its woeful predecessor. Mm. I said it once, I'll say it again. The only good thing that came out of that movie was the song at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They use well, that same it, it's song. It's back here again. <laughs> yeah, because it's the only <laughs> freaking good thing. Um. Audiences at the time, when asked by CinemaScore, gave it a B, a which B. is extraordinarily biting a of a response. B. Yeah, hmm. it's very difficult to get a bad CinemaScore rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, like usually, B plus to A minus is pretty typical. Yeah, uh, like since 1984, there have only been 22 movies to have gotten gotten an F rating. What ones? Uh, of ones that you have heard of. Okay. Uh, the 2020 remake of The Grudge. Oh, uh-huh. I heard that's yucky. Not yucky, just not. Mother! With what? Jennifer Lawrence. I wanted to see that movie. Uh, it's... all. A lot of these ones that get an F are ones that are too out there Hmm. or like kind of actively antagonistic to the audience yeah okay but Hmm. also disaster movie got an f and it deserves that yeah it does unfortunately it definitely does and dr t and the and the women starring richard Gere and a number of women Uh, 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 um okay but the most recent Two, three most recent films to have gotten an A-plus cinema score rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, in reverse order, Renaissance, a film by Beyonce. Yes. Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. Mm-hmm. And Sound of Freedom. I don't think I the know. The child that. trafficking QAnon movie. Oh, my God. So, take audience survey results with a grain of salt. Yeah, okay. Back to Mannequin on the Move. There are a number of songs that are written or composed or mm-hmm. produced for the movie. <laughs> One of most of them are by a dude named Gene Miller who sounds like he's doing his best impression of the lead singer from Journey. Mm-hmm. And his best impression is not good. No. Uh but one that they play multiple times it's called pick up the pieces to my heart they play it so many times like i feel like there was only one emotion in this movie and it was that song yes. like am i wrong and you're absolutely right that is a song written and performed by cindy valentine oh my 
God, it's so cringe. Who you may recognize no. as Shayna the Rockstar from Teen Witch. Really? Really. Wow, okay. Interesting. Hmm. Well, now, girl, get I your assume, check. I assume this is the first time that you've seen this movie. Oh, it absolutely was. It absolutely was. I also assume perhaps this is the last time that you plan I on seeing this movie will never no offense to anna i will never pick up either of these movies again <laughs> that is you know that's fair anna had never seen this one i had never seen this one until last night and uh i am did she know it existed she knew it existed okay she had no desire to see it because the two the cast is totally different yeah um I thought the boy was cute. Christy Swanson, who plays the titular mannequin in this one, mm-hmm. is better known for being Buffy in the movie version of Buffy the Vampire yes, Slayer. Yes, that's what Gage said, and I was shook, honestly. I was like, really? Okay, well, I'd never seen her in anything else, so. She is also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. As who? She is the high school student who's like i heard from my friend that he got sick at 31 flavors oh good for her we love a a Uh, solo you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she is very far right in real life so she probably gave sound of freedom an a plus Mm -hmm. uh and most recently she starred in courting mom and dad a movie that does not have a wikipedia page and the Obama Gate movie. Dear listener, I want you to know that's that was the sound of me rubbing my eyes. <laughs> um, okay. That's all I have to say about that. William Ragsdale was in Renfield. Oh, really? As who? As a priest. Oh, Slay. Okay. We love a fun little movie. And an episode of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, so, I gotta watch that show. Okay, Slay. Divergent Paths. Um, This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Dang, Dan. Don't hold back. This is a comedy. This is a 95-minute long comedy. Mm-hmm. I didn't I... laugh. <laughs> Was as still as an Easter Island head. Damn, that's so dramatic. But not like, only did funny. I not laugh, it removed joy from my life. Dang. There, this was ninety-five minutes of a. They didn't even have a redeeming opening titles animated sequence. Yeah, where was the cat? Where was the cat? Where was the cat? What was this medieval times ass introduction that felt like it was going to go into it? Now here's how you do multiplication, kids. Like a fucking educational video that you show to students when you're hungover and don't want to teach. True. Why do I care? Uh, I have no reason to care about anything. And if I don't have a reason to care, at least make me laugh. <sighs> Bulky Germans is not funny. Were, it's real. They were pretty, it's though. It's life. I like their bodies. Pretty. 
Also, maybe the most unrealistic part of mm-hmm. the film mm-hmm. is when the Germans have stripped down to try and get the attention of passing cars to get picked up so they can go back to the bridge mm-hmm. where their truck has driven off the road somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, the two drivers of the garbage truck, mm-hmm. it's two women. And they seem uh, very excited to pick up these bulky German men. I 100% thought that the first person was not a woman. Uh, I am fairly certain they are both women. No, I know. I just am saying I I didn't realize. And I say that it is the most unrealistic part of the movie. Those women would not be excited to pick up these bulky German men. No. They would not be attracted to them. This is erasure. <laughs> I don't even think that. I think, like, first of all, the women were on the job. I don't know how the 80s were, mm-hmm. but if I was on the job and some hot, it doesn't matter how hot guy was in the street, if he's just in the street, I'm not going to stop. If he's hurt, Absolutely not. I'm maybe. Not helping but, him. I don't want to be alone doing that. You know, like there are three male strippers in the street trying to get my attention. Absolutely not. No, it's a little, just a little. No, I, I would not stop for strange people in the streets. I just wouldn't. Also, just me. don't need to worry about what the eighties are like. This is 1991. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Gage told me. And I, you know, the 80s didn't end until 1995, so. Uh, I'd i say they ended in 93. True. Okay, fair. fair. Or the end of 90. Either with the election of Bill Clinton mm-hmm. or with the release of Nevermind by Nirvana. True. Those are both those very be... 90s items. Yes. I would say and... Nevermind because that's key 90s core. Yeah. Yeah, and the the 90s definitely ended on 9/11. There's a definite end date. Okay. But the start date could be a little um a little murky, like the river they swim in. Oh, yeah, nasty. No, thank you. <laughs> um this was not the highest grossing film of 1991. Do you know what the highest grossing film of 1991 was? 1991. It is also a sequel. Also a sequel. Um, was it a cartoon or a blockbuster? Blockbuster. Mm. You look like you're like a fortune teller. Is it because of my nails? Is it because of my long nails? Thank you. Because your long, deep purple nails. Thank you. Um, I'm trying to think. Can I have a hint? Who is in it? If I give you who's in it, you'll get it immediately. Oh, dang it. I want to get it. It is uh, the, the largest action star of the 90s. Tom Cruise? No. The know. largest action star of the 90s. Like physically? The largest action star of the 90s. I, I don't know. Wait, wait. No, I don't know. I give up. Yes, physically the largest. Oh, I give up. I don't know. With also the longest name. I have no idea, Dan. I made a mistake. Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's oh, Terminator 2. Oh, man. I forgot he existed. 
Uh, yeah, Terminator 2 made $520 million at the box office. Slightly more than this, which made 3.8. Just slightly. Do you want to get into it? I Absolutely. don't, but I feel oh. like we have to. Okay, well, since I feel like holding you against your will, why don't we? Why don't we get started? I don't want to get into it because I don't want to acknowledge the existence of this movie anymore. <laughs> Dan, I don't know what to tell you. We got we to gotta get through it. Because the... This is this is definitely the worst movie that I've seen this year because I watched the Christmas cook-off or something like that, a Hallmark movie with one of the Maori sisters and Buddy Velastro, the cake boss. Shut the front door. That's a thing that exists. It exists. It's horrible. It's were, was, That is worse than this. Were they the romantic But because leads? I watched that last year, no, he is her mentor. Oh, my God. I am stunned. That's the worst movie that I've seen in the past, I don't know how many years, but this year so far it is Mannequin 2 on the move. Hmm. What's the worst movie I've seen so far? Yeah, it's definitely still Mannequin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mannequin 2. Wait, okay. Okay, you yes. specified 2. Sorry, I had to specify, yes, it was Mannequin 2. It is 1391. Good year. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Prince William, not the sexy one, or the sexy version in The Crown now, uh, he has fallen in love with a peasant girl named Jessie, a horse girl Uh, named Jessie. That's not a medieval name. Like, no. Please. Ugh. And he's from the small German kingdom of Hauptmann Koenig. Yes. Which sounds like a advertising firm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the queen and her sorcerer, Spretzel. Just name the man Pretzel, for real. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Just name him Dick. I don't care. Yeah, Dick. Why didn't they name him, like, Hans? That's, like, a traditional... Yeah, that makes sense for Germany. Why did they... Because the rest of the traditional German names, like, William and Jesse. Those are not German. Well, William is closer. We're in the right direction. It's it's probably period appropriate. Name him... Werner. Not Werner. Werner Heisenberg. Um... Mm. Uh, they create an enchanting necklace for Jessie, uh, and when she wears that necklace, she turns into a mannequin or a wooden statue. Dang. And again, loses her weight, so she becomes hollow inside. Yeah. Although, as the character is written, I think she's hollow inside anyway. Dang, because she's not interesting. I also think he's hollow inside, too. I think this movie is hollow and rotten and to the core it's pretty bad it's pretty bad uh so the magic stops william from freeing her from her wooden statue-ness um and jesse will be frozen for a thousand years and she can only wake of a true love from another land removes her necklace i i hated it honestly like i just 
Carry the on. first movie at least had the main woman. She had agency over her romantic quests. Yeah. Where she loved throughout the generations. This is uh, just, oh, save me. Shut up. Yeah, I feel that. I, I don't know. I just didn't connect with her. You know? No. Also, why does this movie look so much worse? Because they spent all the money on craft services, Dan. I thought we made that pretty clear. <laughs> this looks like a Disney Channel original movie. Now hold your, hold your tongue, because I will okay. not have you speaking about a decom with such negativity in your heart. Okay, this looks worse than Brink. Brink looks good. Brink is the most recent one that I've watched. Okay, fair. This looks like a made for just a, a a made for TV movie. Is that better? Yes, thank you. That's significantly better, actually. An NCOM, a Nickelodeon channel original movie. I realize <laughs> they don't have a C there, but a NOM doesn't work as NOM well. NOM sounds like, you know, it's the 70s. And you start playing 60s. Fortunate Son. Yes. Oh my god. Uh, so that William says the kingdom's going to be cursed for a thousand years. Apparently he could do that. And it starts raining. Yeah. And then 600 years later, it's 1991, and guess what? It's still raining. It's a poor country. They have no money. Their, her castle is a museum piece where they tell the story of the enchanted peasant girl which immediately the tour guide giving the tour of the castle goes, but of course no one believes that story. Why are you telling it? For shits and gigs, you know? like Who gives a shit? It's part of the lore, Dan. Well, then don't say, of course no one believes it. Keep some mystery. Keep some intrigue. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. You're immediately undercutting yourself. I mean, I'm like... Thinking, in the world, why would you go in depth, tell all that story, and they'd be like, but that's all bullshit. It's, no! It's also goofy because, like, lore is part of everyone's culture. Just tell the lore and just say, mm -hmm. this is what we believe. Like, yeah, that's it, girl. That's it. You don't have to say it's not real. Yeah, somebody asks, is that true? Be like, believe what you believe, and yeah. then mysteriously walk through a brick wall or into the brick wall. And get brain damage like I want to get. Um, so as a way to get tourism to Hauptmann Koenig, uh, Count Gunther Spretzel, there's a German Ew, name. That sounds, his mole, Dan, I would just uh -huh. like to express to you the extreme discomfort and sickliness that the, the mole gag put into my body. I Did had to... Austin Powers steal from this? I don't know, but did you have to do like a deep facial scrub? And I had to close my eyes. I just like, couldn't do happening. it. I don't know why. Like it, it just was gross to me. It's not like I think people you didn't like who the have keychain hanging off of it. No, <laughs> the hair was so. I can't do it. I can't talk about it. And I'm not grossed out by like real life moles, but the gag mole was just twenty times worse. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they send the statue to be displayed in a dramatic stage presentation at the department store. Why? Great. Why the department store? Anywhere else. A museum. 
a high school theater. Ugh. Hell, <laughs> any of those places would be better. What a department store! You're living in the window. Why do they have a stage in this department store? Where did that come from? Ugh. Who knows? I. I don't think any of this really made sense. Okay, let's just keep that in mind. <laughs> True. Ugh. So, the reason that they're sending him, sending Jesse out is because he is secretly a descendant of the sorcerer. Couldn't tell. They don't look alike at all. And he's going to awaken Jesse and then escape to Bermuda with his henchmen and use the stolen crown jewels to fund his retirement. Not the crown jewels. If you just want to hang with your boys, you can just hang with your boys, dude. That's fine. Oh my god, you're muscly boys. Yeah, they're all oiled up. Mm -hmm. You could just, like, slip and slide around on them. They're ready to, to rock. And, and roll. Nice. Um, so, in Northwest Philly, Jason Williamson, who may be a descendant of Prince William, mm. don't know. They don't look alike at all. Um, he lives with his mom. His mom is a video matchmaker. That part was low-key funny to me. I'm not going to lie. You didn't mm. laugh at that even a little? You didn't have a little I was already up. beaten down so much. Okay. Uh, okay. Because we see her video matchmaking service like halfway through the movie, and I'm like, I can't. Yeah. The only thing escaping these lips are carbon dioxide. Um, <laughs> Dan. And maybe halitosis. Oh, man. He's a quirky dude. He drives a quirky car. He parks illegally in front of fire hydrants. Oh God, he's got some snide me. remarks to say, but he's, you know, oh. cool kid with a heart of gold who isn't understood. Mm-hmm. He's something. I think I hate him. I know I hate him, but I think part of the reason I hate him is at least in the first movie, the dude was an adult. Who lived on his own. Yeah, true. But you know what? No shade to people who are adults who don't live on their own. But... No. No shade of that. But this guy is... He acts like he's 16. Yeah, he does. He's pretty emotionally immature. Mm -hmm. First movie, at least he acted like an adult. You can, you can live at home as an adult. That's fine. Act like it, though. Clean your room. Fair. Boy. Do your own chores like your laundry. Help cook yeah. dinner. Um, so he gets a job at Prince and Company uh, where the store manager, Mr. James. Do mm -hmm. you recognize Mr. James from anywhere? Should I? No. He is Miss, his Stuart Pankin. He is in the Xenon films. <gasps> I did not recognize that. Yes. Commander Edward Plank. Oh, my God. We need to do the Xenon films. He's also been a, we, do we? Yes. <laughs> Epic? Okay. Don't judge me. He was also in, in That's So Raven. Okay, so he was on Disney episodes. Channel is what I'm hearing. He was, through the 90s and 2000s, he was consistently acting in television. Okay, Slay. Good for him, honestly. And he was also in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyway, back to what he plays in the movie. He's the overbearing boss. Who's single, um, painfully, chronically single. And has two assistants who follow him and treat him like he's God, writing down all of his words Dude. and 
messages and they were hints so to them. annoying like yes. just beyond um so he is jason is named the assistant of hollywood montrose who is directing the enchanted peasant girl presentation mm-hmm. and hollywood does not do much in this movie He's just no. kind of there and wearing glasses again. Cool glasses. Yeah, I like the scissor glasses. Um, so the delivery truck that has all the artifacts crashes over the... I want you to pr- try to pronounce this, Anna. Okay. S-C-H-U-Y-L-K-I-L-L. S C H U Y K U Y L K I L L Cycle So I'm trying my coworkers are from Philadelphia and I'm yes. trying to remember how they say it um Skookle Skookle. Okay. I knew it wasn't going to be shoe because I was thinking of the Skylar sisters. Thank you, Hamilton. Mm -hmm. I did draw inspiration. Reading it, I want to say shoikle. I know, but dang, you sound crazy saying that. (laughs) Shoikle. It sounds. Gotta go swim the shoikle. Yeah, it sounds like. It sounds like a, like a, a like a German food. <laughs> Are you all finished with your schnitzel? Like I think I'm thinking Would of you like schnitzel. Some... Yes, schnitzel is different. Yeah, it's a sausage. I've I've had a schnitzel in my life. It's like a schnitzel is not a sausage. Yeah, it can be. You like pound it flat, right? It's just like a pounded breaded meat. Well, I've had pork schnitzel, so. But I don't know how authentic how it you... is because I made it at home. So it's like pan fried food, basically. Yeah, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, so the enchanted peasant girl falls out of the truck and into the river, and Jason saves her because he doesn't realize that she is a mannequin. No, no, no. He thinks she's a real girl. Uh, Classic. And he briefly brings her to life by touching her necklace, and then he is romantically drawn to this mannequin because he thinks she is real uh, and then he takes the necklace off and she comes to life uh, and I die or I wish to put the necklace on me freeze me for a thousand years no Dan Jesse wakes up and boy oh boy is she not phased uh, all her friends are dead Everything she knows is totally different. Doesn't matter. She loves the 20th century. She's thriving. She is thriving. They go clubbing. Um, The doorman at the club is also played by Mashak Taylor, who plays Mm -hmm. Montrose. Yeah. um, mm -hmm. Don't know why. I don't know. Ran out of budget. Spent it all on craft. Spend it all on crap. Uh, it, uh, maybe he wanted to just show off that he can, like, do more than one thing, you know? I guess. Yeah, he, he just needed to fill out his reel. Yeah. He said, guys, 
really need to get some like some highlights for other jobs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh so they have a whirlwind night on the town dancing and partying and going out and then spending the night at home in his bed alone. Nice. Ooh, I hate it. Um and then in the morning he puts the necklace back on her. You know, a totally normal thing to do to a sleeping woman that you just met. Yes. Well, time to put your jewelry back on. Uh, don't touch me, number one. If I woke yeah. up even to gauge trying to put a necklace on me while I was sleeping, hands. Yeah, I'd grab the crowbar that I sleep with and just start banging. Amen. Amen. Uh, I do not sleep with a crowbar, by the way. Oh. Crazy. I also, wait, do you? <laughs> no! But I have, like, several <laughs> thick books. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, hit them with the wham-bam. Honestly, if I was being attacked in the night, Dan, what I would do is I would grab their head and slam it onto Jester's cage. It's right next to me. Mm. Mm. I also have a spray bottle. I could spray them right in the eyes. What else? I have a chapstick. I could moisturize their lips. Um. <laughs> yeah. Usually I don't think I, I have anything that I could really use as a weapon. I usually sleep with my Stanley next to my bed. I could hit him with the one two dong across the head. Ooh, hit him with the hit him with the old Mormon slap. Mm-hmm. Does yours have a handle? Yeah. Okay, so you got the the hip hop happening one. I do. My mommy got Water it for bottle. me for my birthday. Wow. Do you flavor your waters? Not the way they do on TikTok. I don't like things that are that sweet. <laughs> I Usually right? I put like one packet into like my 30 ounce and sometimes that's even too much. I can only put like half. And these ladies are putting a full package plus other sweeteners. I'm like, oh. Plus like five tablespoons of like coffee syrup. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how is your thirst quenched? That would make me thirstier. Yeah, let me show you how I make my water. I don't make water. God made it, and now it recirculates forever. Literally, I... You don't make it. You have no power. I I, appre- I applaud what they're trying to do, because I do love a flavored water. But my idea of a flavored water is, like, let me put, like, one crystal from this liquid IV into my 40 ounces of water. Oh, that might be too yeah. much. Like, They're not making flavored water. They're making uncarbonated soda. Literally. Which, drink it if you like it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, So, she's frozen again. Jason is heartbroken and brings her back to the store. He doesn't realize that he has frozen her. Although, you would think, huh, she was fine and breathing in a human being when she didn't have the necklace on. I put this necklace on and it turned her back into a mannequin. Oh, Mm. God. Can't solve this mystery. Nope. I'm confused. What's the one thing that changed, my dude? Uh... Uh, probably my beliefs in women i don't know what his belief just one of his beliefs changed i don't know um so he hollywood tries the necklace on he turns into a statue yes that part was kind of funny jesse explores the mall and has a shopping spree it is not as fun as the first movie and she looks remarkably worse at the end of it the outfit choice, the hairstyling, all of it does not work. 
No, it really doesn't. I'm a hater. It's okay. I try not to be a hater in life. I'm a hater of this. Every choice I hate. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to you. I mean, like, I understand the hatred, and that's mm -hmm. okay. But yours is just on another level, Dan. <laughs> yeah. I think the difference is you don't see this as much worse than the first movie. No, I don't. I see this as miles worse than say, the first one. Be honest, you see this as like a challenge against God a himself. Betrayal. Yes. I see this as the what would be like the worst sequel ever made. Oh god. This is like Rocky 5. Oh god. This is like if only the Jar Jar parts. Okay, hold your tongue right there. This is a Jar Jar Binks house. I will not have you talking negatively about my man. Good thing I'm thousands of miles away from you. I thought you knew that about me. <laughs> I did. I don't like him. Well, you're wrong. I so. think that. I think that the uh, seemingly the cultural reexamination of the Star Wars prequels. Mm -hmm has not been a positive one because I don't I think as I have gotten older and watched them with a more critical lens mm -hmm. they have gotten worse not better over time dang I'm gonna need you to lower your voice so my fiance doesn't hear you talking crazy about Star Wars down here <laughs> I loved Star Wars I don't even know I like to say. a few of them still Mm -hmm. I think episodes four and five and eight are great. Oh. Interesting. I'm just throwing a hot takes left and yeah, right Yeah, I'm like totally stunned unrelated. to silence if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Dang. That's me. Stunning. Yup. Anyway, uh, the queen calls Spretzel and she knows the crown jewels are missing. Uh, and then... Hollywood explains to Jesse that this same mannequin thing happened before. Mm -hmm. uh, and that Spretzel tries to kill Jason because he thinks that it's William reincarnated. And then Jesse takes a go-kart and escapes from the house. Classic. To the house. Uh, and everybody follows him there. The Count confronts Jesse, puts the necklace on her. Uh, Jason realizes the necklace is cursed, tells him to remove it. The cops do not do that because they think that he is insane and in love with a mannequin. They arrest him for theft. I love that one of the plot points of these movies is just, this man is a crazy perv. Mm -hmm. I it's do like that. Hilarious. That is a fun point. It is a I fun wish point. they hammered on it more. Yeah. It could have been much more of a highlight, you know, but. Yes. The, uh, the perversion, crazy perversion is fun. due to love of objects. Always hilarious. True. Unless it's a a body pillow, or like that show where the people are like sexually attracted to balloons. Mm. That's not well, for the me. Squeaking. Ew. They love the squeaking. Ew! I'm sorry. Respectfully, <laughs> ew. It's not for me. Uh, so the next day, Hollywood dresses as a Marine Corps officer, uh, and. Gets a, uh, a cop to release Jason into his custody for some reason. 
I didn't know what to think of this. I mean, I know he said, like, oh, I was in the Marines or whatever. That horrible mm-hmm. line about, like, they were looking for a few good men and so was I. Like, <laughs> it was groaner. It was groan worthy. But, like, I guess it made sense. It wasn't, like, super random that he was dressed up as a Marine. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, okay, it makes sense. He was in the Marines. I'll take it. I'll let or it he slide just this had time. had a Marine Corps. Yeah. Um, so at the presentation, uh, Hollywood has choreographed a fancy song and dance number and a dramatic play mm-hmm. to go on. Yes. Um, oh, it kind of ate though. You didn't like it? it was, again, I, I had just, at that point I had gone full metal jacket. Okay. There's nothing <clears throat> behind these eyes. Cause I honestly thought it kind of slayed. I was like, wait, why is this so fun? Uh, so Jason takes off Jesse's necklace. She returns to life. Uh, they think it's part of the show. And then Spretzel, Gunther Spretzel, mm-hmm. uh, takes Jesse into his hot air balloon on the roof where there is then a fight as they fly over Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And then Jesse puts the necklace on him, gives him the curse. He's knocked out of the balloon, crashes down onto the streets of Philly, the buffed, oiled up germans come to try and rescue him he gets run over by a street sweeper he is totally destroyed he is dead shit was honestly really scary very scary for me personally but don't worry they glue him back together back in houtman koenig uh has his own fairy tale described about him and jason and jesse they get married of course they do of course they do and then they leave on their honeymoon in hollywood's car and that, mercifully, <laughs> is Mannequin 2. Puts us out of our misery. On the move. Mm-mm. We did it. The only thing it made me want to move was myself off a bridge. Oh, great. Lovely. This is, I can't... I'm, that's overselling it. This is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. This is probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen, too. And I have watched some bad movies these days. I can handle a movie with shallow characters. I can handle a movie with a shallow plot. I can handle a movie with a dumb plot Mm -hmm. and dumb characters. I don't think I can handle one where you throw all of that into a blender, put it on high, mix it all together, throw in some body oil. Mm Mm-hmm. And you get this. This is horrible. No, I agree with you 110%. It was atrocious. It was more than atrocious. It's gotten worse in the 24 hours since I've watched it and thinking about it. You know how there are movies where like, yeah, as it's marinated, I keep thinking about it Mm -hmm. despite my best efforts. And normally that would be a positive for the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that has not been the case. That is also similar, not to the same degree, because the other movie where that has happened recently is nowhere near as bad as this. Uh, but that happened with me is with Saltburn. <gasps> I watched Saltburn recently, too. Okay, Saltburn Corner. What do you think? I loved it. You loved it? Okay. I recognize that that's a hot take. My coworkers told me I needed therapy. I said, yep. Ah, uh, no. 
<laughs> no, I don't, you're fine. Um, Thank you, Dan. I, I, I think it thinks it says something that it doesn't. I didn't and like the oh. twist at the end is it supposed not to be a twist. a twist. I was not twisted. Um, I was not surprised. I expected it. Every, I think everything that the movie, except for the dance at the end, which I do love. Okay. Of, um, I think everything that the movie tries to do is done better. Um, v- a lot better in other movies. Like the, trying to ingratiate yourself with society is done better in the talented Mr. Ripley. Um, and like the romance aspect or like the relationship between the characters is also done better in the talented Mr. Ripley. Mm. <clears throat> oh, that sounded so weird when I just made that sound. <laughs> I meant to say, hmm, but it came out like a freaking moan. Sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, just on brand with Saltburn, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you loved it. I did. And I'm happy for you. I like messed up movies. Um, You'd it, love the talented Mr. Ripley. Great. Logging in, I guess. <laughs> no, I just thought it was, like, visually stunning. I liked how it was filmed mm-hmm. a lot. Um, I liked the plot. I thought I, like, I felt bad for the characters until I didn't, you know? Okay. Um, I wanted them to be friends so bad. Like I wanted so them to make out. I did, too. I was like, friends who kiss. Maybe uh, friends who kiss. Friends to lovers, lovers who kiss. Oh, my um, God. I did have to fan myself. But mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it got weird, and I was like, wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. So, um, well, back to the greatest movie in the history of film, Mannequin ugh, 2. Ugh. I have no trivia for this. There is no trivia other than it bankrupt the studio and caused them to close. Yeah, um, well, nobody's shocked. Yeah, it is now owned by, it was distributed by 20th Century Fox, but now it is owned by MGM. Which is owned by Disney. MGM is owned by Amazon. Oh, I thought they were owned by Disney. Hmm. No, they were bought by Amazon a couple years ago. Crazy. Uh, they did have a part. They licensed their name for Hollywood Studios. There it is. Thank you, Dan. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the clarification. I can, I can connect those those islands my, in your my brain. My little pea brain. Thank you. But would this movie be better or worse than the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas as the prince? I think it would be William, better, Jason but I don't think he could save it. I agree. Yeah. I think he he's a, a better actor. Amen. Or at least he was at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, a bigger name for sure. He has personality. He would have a personality. Yeah. There was just it, watching this movie was very much yes. Give me nothing. Like. Mm-hmm. Yes. Give me absolutely zero. Thank you. Ah oh, my God. I'm tasting air. Mm, that's what it felt like. Mm, I love the flavor of cucumber. Okay. I like cucumber. <laughs> um, better words to say with Jimmy Stewart as anyone. Mm-hmm. Better in the sense that it would be more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they were looking for a few good men. Oh. So was I. 
Okay. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. She's a mannequin? Yeah. Well, she's alive? Two? On the move? Um, on a scale of one to five. Mm -hmm. One to five enchanted necklaces. Or on a scale of one to five, if we're still in Saltburn Corner, on a scale of one to five grave fucks. Oh, Dan, why'd you have to choose that one of everything? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, at a scale of one to five drain licks? Is that better? There's nothing good here. There's nothing good. I give this movie one. Mm -hmm. A sympathy one. I also give it a one. Yeah. I did not give it a half star. That is reserved for the worst of the worst. Mm -hmm. But this is very close to that. Uh, yeah. We're not, we're not done with our inanimate objects coming to life series, Who's though. Ready? We got one more. I'm ready. Next week, we're talking about life size. Cannot freaking wait, Dan. With Lindsay Lohan and Tyra Banks. Can't wait. You know, Eve's great. No matter where she goes, dress her up from her head to her toes. Ooh. Yep, got that from memory. Yes, Dan. I'm about to be walking, running down memory lane. Sprinting. You're going to be you're going to be shining bright, shining far. Don't be shy, be a star. star. Where you live, where you are? <laughs> ah! Be a star. Yeah, oh yeah. So, that is next week I on in conclusion. Wait. This is going to be 10 out. But that of 10. is it. That is it for this week's episode. If you want to find us on social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter at and in conclusion on Instagram at in conclusion podcast on Patreon at patreon.com slash in conclusion. Mm -hmm. I am on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe 86 and on TikTok at not Dan O'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you? Dan, they can find me on Instagram at Automus Primate when either they can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for auto, capital B for bots, capital R for roll and the O and roll and the O and out are zeros. Ooh. We'll be back next week with Life Size. In the meantime, everybody stay safe and have fun. Bye-bye. Oh, freaking wait. Bye. I think if I did that, I would catch an HR.